up y'all it's your boy Kevin on stage with the lovely and luxurious Miss Kev on stage the barbecue sauce to my ribs it was the, a new one you were gonna the do. cookie to my Lucius the cookie to your Lucius <laughs> just started watching um what was it Empire Fire. just started watching Empire because um everybody was telling us that we hadn't been doing it and it's good it's a good show it is a good show we, we were we thought it was gonna be corny but thought it was gonna be corny Heard it was corny from the first episode, and pretty much everybody said it was amazing. And then we were like, fine. And House of Cards was less than stellar, and a couple of our friends were like, pause, half of, half. see my lisp? There go my lisp. House of Cards. <laughs> I got a lisp. Did I have it in high school? Yes, you did. You remember? Yes, I do. Funny story about lisp. <laughs> Russell Simmons. Whom I know, <laughs> thanks to the Illuminati, um, also has a lisp. And in the movie, um, The Kingsman. Uh, is it a comedy? No. Uh, like an action comedy. I thought that movie was like Trojan. Trojan? Gladiator. <laughs> you can't just make up random Greek names and consider those movies. I thought that was like Athena. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so Samuel Jackson did a parody of Russell, and Russell has a lisp, and he was like, he called, matter, he called, uh, he, no, Russell watched the movie, mm-hmm. and then went to do the NAACP awards, and was like, my lisp is that bad. <laughs> he said it messed him up for like two days. I, I, my lisp isn't always bad. No, it's just when you say certain words. Like half of Karth. <laughs> and jacket, jacket is make. Yeah, I make fun of Jojo for having a fat tongue, but I have a fat tongue. That's where he inherited from. Does it look big? Stop. <laughs> anyway, we should have done this episode first. Possibly. How we met, how all of this stuff. Actually, you recommended it. Did I? Yes, you said our first episode should be like, "Who are we?" And I was like, "Nope." Let's get right to the to the point. I feel like maybe that conversation was the opposite. No, you said that, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go hard because that's all I do zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> but, um, I feel like before we go on, we should uh talk about how we met and uh all that stuff. So, four score and 20 years ago, okay, how do we meet? We met in high school, the year our Lord and Savior. 1999. Cash money record taking over for the 99 of 2000. Girl, you're working with some bad game. Track it. Uh, the year I'm going to take your 1999. Lakes High School. Mm-hmm. U.S. History. Mm-hmm. With Miss Chapman. Yes. Very first day of school. We agree. Antoine Burr. That wasn't the first day of school. That though. was the first, that wasn't the day, first of day of school. school. I wish we could like call him. We can call Keita. Oh, she might not know. She's not going to... She wasn't in the class. Mm-mm. That's not... It wasn't the first day of school. Okay, this is where we disagree. This is where we disagree. Because that's not true. That is true. Anyway. Okay, let me ask you this. The, is the note true? Yeah. It just didn't happen on the first day of school. In my mind, on the very first day of school, Antoine Burr wrote a note. This is back in the day before cell phone. <laughs> when if you wanted to talk to somebody in your you class... You wrote a note. You wrote a note... You folded it over with the little thing for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. And you said, hey, read this. 
and give it back to me. So I looked at Melissa and I just had love in my eyes. I was You're just like, such not oh my gosh, I'm so in love with you. That's Usher. Kevin thinks his oh memory is that gosh. of the best in the world. And the fact of the matter is that's just not true. You have no memory. Yeah, but I acknowledge when I don't remember stuff, you just fill in the blank. I don't remember, so I'm just going to make up whatever it is I decided should have happened true. there. That is so... Okay, keep not going. not true. Keep going. So, I don't remember, but I'm going to interject when you're wrong. How can you do that if you don't Because remember? what I remember will be what you say is accurate. Anyway, okay. Antoine Burr, while I'm admiring Melissa, I'm lost in the trance of her beauty. She was so conservative. You're she used so to dramatic. wear these FUBU shirts. Orange FUBU shirt. You remember this? Yes, I do. It wasn't the first day of school. I, I didn't say you wore it uh, at the first day of school. She used to wear um, those Amish things on her head. <laughs> what? I'm joking about that. Anyway... Antoine wrote a note and was like, yo, can you pass this to Melissa? Well, actually, I don't think he knew your name. He was like, can you pass this to her? He did, because by that time... Oh, my gosh. It wasn't the first day of school. It was. It was not. Anyway, I liked Byron. you first. <laughs> I liked you first. And Antoine handed you a note. And you read it. And you didn't acknowledge him. You were just like, hmm. And Every then, time you say something wrong, I'm going to do this. Let me see if it's what I want. Are you pulling up a YouTube video? Yeah. Is it a sound effect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you say something wrong, that's what I'm going to do. So keep going. He handed you the note. That's true. You read it. Mm -hmm. You did not respond. That's true. You didn't even look at him. Back. Uh, see, those are details you're probably filling in the blue. Not. I don't know. I, I am not. Keep going. I didn't do that. Was that on I was like, like okay, now right. you're just being ridiculous. Okay, so handed you the note, you were not interested in him, and I was like, yes, I'm in there. So um, this was August, September, 1999. Uh, I then. It what? wasn't the first week of the first day of school. It wasn't even that soon. But anyways. Then it could be September. It could be eight weeks later. Okay, keep going. It was the year 1999. Keep going. Okay. So, um, I don't know why I didn't try to date you right away. Because it wasn't that, like, it just wasn't. I liked you right away. Kev, you were too busy trying to get with four, three other girls oh. before we even got together. That's the truth. Now get I'm away press from my buzzer. <laughs> you were dating. I'm not going to say names. Say names. I don't care. No, I don't know if these people want to be put on blast on the on It's the, the truth, media. ain't it? I was not dating no four people. Sincere. I did not. Talisha. <laughs> then you don't I was not dating her at the same time. Tasha. I never dated her. Uh, I never dated her. Uh, Chanel. Oh, come on. I never dated her. Who did you date? Chanel and Alana fought over your boy. And I was like, y'all need to stop. Because <laughs> this is going to lead nowhere. You better keep your hands to yourself. Whoever wins, just you like it sincere, this is just real. like 
white men catch up. When you win, you really lose. <laughs> because this is not going to happen. Yes, I did. But that, you, you said at the same time. No, I didn't. I didn't I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't date them at the same time. In succession. We had some meaningless, meaningless <laughs> high school. Meaningless high school relationship. But you were always on my heart. Not my mind. You just seem unattainable. Oh, let's talk about the people you dated. People. Person. Karate man. Person. You, Alyssa dated a bad guy. Can we tell the story? Go on. Were you took him to Bible study? <laughs> took him to Bible study. You know the teen Bibles have like, don't you dare press that brother because this is true. Don't you dare. You just don't want this story to be told. Because it's so bad. Teen Bibles have that like drugs section. I wish you had that Bible. I know. I think, I think you threw it away. Yeah, because you started using think, it and no. messing it up. I, I, I don't think you threw it away. I don't know. I haven't seen it in years. Anyway, drugs, sex, uh, alcohol, whatever. Yeah. So there was a sex page, <laughs> and it was like, how it's wrong. It wasn't Bible study anyways. It was church. Oh, okay. But the, the, the sex page of the Bible wasn't like, it was like how to avoid it and stuff. It was yeah. like a guideline. It, no, in the Bible, they had like... Um, like the Bible, but then they had like pages that were like colorful and there were, they would be like, I don't even know how to explain it, but they were like, um, they, the pages to draw your attention on how to they avoid like the pitfalls. Pages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like the color pages in the black and white Bible. Yeah. How to avoid pitfalls. That is what it was. So, so anyway, like drugs, peer pressure, how to deal with peer pressure, sex, whatever have you, whatever the little sections were. So he goes to the sex page. And it's like, points at it, it's like, me and you, me and you, in church. I was like, dude, you told me that after. And I was like, what an idiot. I know. So terrible. Obviously, this is a church girl. You're going to try to use the Bible to smash? That is, that's not how you get church girls. Not it's that not I know right. anything about it. Yeah. That's not how you do it. And it did not work. Not during church, by the way. <laughs> you know, there's a little thing called conviction. <laughs> anyway, so... To actually like, okay, so we met like that, and then to date, we, okay, so I, I wanted to date Melissa, right? But she was playing hard to get, true. you weren't! I wasn't, I wasn't really playing hard to get, I just. You really, were hard to get. Yeah, well that's just because I am hard to get, but not because I was playing hard to get. Hello somebody, that was a mess. <laughs> you don't got no Holy Ghost. <laughs> You were playing hard to no, get. No, I do believe there's a difference. What's the difference? Playing hard to get and just being playing hard to get. Like, there is a difference. Did you like me? No, I didn't know that I liked you because you were too busy running around trying to be with everybody in the mamas that I didn't know that I liked. And moms, you were calling me a fisherman. Exactly. And I didn't a, want to be caught up in that. Because I'm a church kid and I was trying to lead you to the gospel. No, that's because that's how churchy I was. I didn't know what else to call you but a fisherman of men. <laughs> Fisherman of women. So anyway, I stopped dating girls and I stopped like... That's not true. We broke up with... You broke up with Talisha and I broke up with Rent around the same time over no, like spring that's break. Not true. No, because Talisha was the first person I dated early in the year. The rest all came after. Then how did we bond over our breakups? Were you just breaking up over to over since I don't remember who it was. They're all meaningless. You're the only one that matters. I don't think we ever bonded over breakups. That's how we became friends. 
No, we were just friends. We sat at the same lunch table. No, you were friends with my cousin. I wasn't no, friends with I you. No, I was friends with you. I was Lord. friends with you before Tony. That's not true. Yes, it is. Where's my buzzer? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you have to do it, you got to download like an app. It's so delayed when you actually press it. I know. It. So, I don't remember how we like crossed the river of like... Yeah, because we started dating in May. Spring break is right before that. That's really when we started like... And I had just broke up with Ren right before that. So, I'm a rebound? Ninja. Am I a rebound? I don't think it was the timeline was that close. I don't. I don't think the timeline was that close. Clearly, we don't agree That's neither here nor there. Okay, you know what? Okay, something's coming to my mind. I was dating uh, Christine in basketball season. Because she... When's basketball season? Basketball season is... Starts in... After Thanksgiving. It's conditioning. And it goes December, January, February. And then you would have broken up with her around spring breaking before spring breaking. That's spring break time, March. Isn't that what I just said? I don't know that. I don't... I don't know that I dated her the entire basketball season. You know what? No, that was the second year. Okay, keep going. Because these details are going to get us... Anyway... Somehow in there, we, I, I made it known that I liked you and, you, and your biggest thing was you like everybody, and you're trying to be with everybody. So, what? that's what you were telling me. Oh, okay, yeah. You like everybody, yeah, and you're yeah, trying yeah. to be with everybody. Okay, I thought you said I was like you. So, I had to spend some time proving to you that I wasn't doing mm-hmm. that. Again, not playing hard to get, just hard to get. Catch I think, my difference. I think the difference Catch is my if difference. you, Catch if my you difference. like the person, if you are hard to get and you don't like them, then you're just hard to get. But if you no, you can genuinely like someone and still be like, but I'm unsure of you, boo boo. So let's just kind of fill this out. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Got it? Yeah. Thank there, you. there, yeah. you have it. <laughs> so now. I go to the time of my life when I um, when we I want to date you. Mm-hmm. I start telling your female friends to tell you that I like you. Ooh. You don't remember this, Monica? Oh yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Okay. Okay, I was out here using everybody to my uh, advantage. Mm-hmm. Got you to be interested at least, and um, it was Tony that made us. Tony's my cousin. Tony is Melissa's cousin who came to live with them. During our high school year, he was on the basketball team, mm-hmm. too. He was my guy. And um, and I was like, yo, Tony, touch. Help me, bro. A total side note. My cousin thought he was a rapper. <sighs> and Cat's brother, Jason, <laughs> used to tease him. What did he say? Tony, touch. He gave him the nickname, Tony, he touch. He did give him the nickname. Tony, touch. But he's, I'm born again. I'm born a Christian again. rapper, by yes. you. I'm born again. I'm born again. <laughs> God, God has forgiven me for all my sins. Listen to do her like throw dirty them bowls. D- dirty man. Oh. Throw them bowls. I thought it was called like the Dirty Bird. Dirty Bird. It's a different. That, the Dirty Bird is the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, uh, what else? You were really just throwing them, throw them bowls. So anyway, that was pretty much all of the song. I'm born <laughs> again. I'm born again. God has forgiven me of all my sins. That was the entire song, album. We have another one. Uh. And it's just so terrible the way that they don't even do things they do. But God's just so so great. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. So Tony. Uh, that's so funny. Tony was told uh, this is how we absolutely started dating. This is going and true. do not press the buzzer. <laughs> we were walking from the bus uh, stop, dropped off from school. Actually, let me go back. On my birthday, May first, two thousand, I thought we were dating. I don't know why you thought that. Thought we were dating. I don't know why you thought that. But that's okay. Keep going. I don't know why either. I thought I asked you. I, I, at this point, at, at this time in my life, it was hard for me to say things straight up. So I thought I asked you. So I, was, I thought I asked you some random about, about way like you gonna be my girl. Or I what? ain't catch it. And you said yes. And then later on, I I was trying to tickle your knee, and you were like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I thought you were my girlfriend." You were like, "No." What made you think that? And I was just like, "It did not go down." Psych. Like that. Psych. Your mind. Your booty shine. <laughs> So anyway, we're, this day, May 15, 2000, we're walking from the bus to um, bus stop after school to your house, walking you home. And Tony's like, with his big smile, <laughs> come on, Liz. Melissa, why don't you get with my guy, Kev? And you grabbed my hand. You were like, there, Tony. Now we're dating. Are you happy? And he threw my hand down. And I was just like, so are we dating now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Where's your brother? That's partner? true. No. No buzzer. So that is the roughest <laughs> beginning, the angry cousin uh, intro. But Tony pushed me over the edge. He did. We officially dated that we day. Officially dated May 15th, Year Our Lord and Savior 2000, which, by the way, is 15 years ago. In two months, will be 15 years ago. It's crazy. That's almost half of our life. Yeah. We're almost at the point where we'll be dating longer, longer than we've been. Been, been together, longer than we have been apart. So that's how we got married. I mean, that's how we got uh, started getting. That's how we started dating. Then, um, just move forward. Go to we game. went to go to what? Go go fast engagement. So we went. No, I want to tell the story of how we went to the same college. The point is no. Okay, yes. I'm gonna wrap this up because you go about to be long. This is what happened. Okay. Kev didn't know what the heck he wanted to do with his life. Oh, I knew I wanted to go to college. I applied to one college only. I got accepted. Got a scholarship. And Kev was like, what am I going to do? I guess I'll follow my girlfriend. And then we wound up at the same college. Then we graduated from college. Kev didn't know what he was going to do with his life. I got a job as a uh, um, management trainee for a bank. Kev was like, I guess I'm going to bank you too. I'll find my girlfriend. So then we both did banking. The end. That's don't tell them about Boeing. Oh, and then <laughs> listen, you followed me all through my life. Then Kev got fired from the bank, and I was like, "Y'all ain't just gonna fire my husband." Shout and I'm gonna stay here. So then I left and went to Boeing, and Kev was like, "I guess I'll go to Boeing." <laughs> and then we both started going and working at Boeing. I wish that wasn't true. I did know what I wanted to do with my life. I did know I wanted to go to college. I didn't really care too much where. I did follow you to college. I did only apply to one college. Remember, I got recruited to play basketball at the D2 school. And I went there one weekend. Wait, Puget oh, Sound. I, I, I think I do. And I got worked. Yeah. This little white kid who was like 5'5". Five, five, was so fast. <laughs> he was shooting threes on me. Stealing the ball from me. He was strong. I was just like... Dang! And the big guys were so big. They were like 6'11", because in high school, remember, the, everybody was yeah, short. Yeah. So I was playing like the four, power forward, sometimes center, at six foot tall. And I went to college 
this D2 school and the, the sitters were 6'11 and the point guard was so fast. And this, the college was in just the dumbest part of Washington. It was like three hours away and everybody was dumb and the, 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 the dorm beds folded up into the wall. Oh, and I was just like, ah, this ain't for me. So I'm not going to come out here to get worked. You gave up your career on basketball. I gave up NBA dreams right then and there where that white kid gave me the business. Yes. And I was out of breath. So I went to University of Washington with Melissa. In our junior year, no, no, no. In our sophomore, no way. In our sophomore, sophomore year, year, I propose. Proposal happened on Easter Sunday. That's true. I had Mel, your baby sister, Nick. My other Ta- sister. Yeah, other sister, middle sister, Tasha Davis, which is Anthony's sister, mm-hmm. and Amanda Powell. So I had, mind you, we didn't go, oh, I followed you to church too. I, I started going to your church too. I'm supposed to lead this relationship. I started <laughs> off bad. Now, I'm leading now, but I started off following. <laughs> so uh, I had the asked pastor if I could propose during Easter. So he gave me the mic and I started talking about, um, I don't know what I started talking about. I mean, but I talked about, ring. oh, I know, I know. Ring. The ring was, uh, the ring when you give to, a, a man gives a ring, a ring to a woman, it's unity. And God died for us, and he was, like, married to the church or something like that. I don't know. Me either. I don't remember anyway, being that plain. And I had them come out of the side of the church to the front with signs that said, Will you marry me? And you didn't know it was coming. I did not at all. Prior to that, I old-schooled it and asked your parents mm-hmm. for your hand in marriage at your house. And Mel, your baby sister, heard. Of course she would. And she laughed at me. Of course she would. She made me feel dumb. <laughs> And, um, but I asked for your parents' blessing, then I asked to propose, and, um, on Easter 2003, mm-hmm. mind you, I was trying to get married the year before for financial aid. I was trying to catch this check. This dude. We ended up getting married June 26, 2004, which was at the end of our junior year of college. Like two weeks after school. Yeah. It was week so or two after school. I would never recommend it to anyone. Yeah. And, um, now, mind you... Here's some interesting stuff we don't talk about often. Uh, my mom was like, you should not get married. Oh, I and, wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Do you want to tell your side? Of what? What did your family say? Nothing. They were accepting. My family loved you. They opened, welcomed you with open arms. Meanwhile, I had to scrub the toilet with a toothbrush. For acceptance. I got a fight every night to prove my love. Really? My family's not as accepting as yours. No. I'm my mom's favorite child. She admits this. She told me that on the phone the other day. We all knew it was true. <laughs> but she's like, you're my favorite son. Oh, uh, sorry, Jay. You're stupid. You want my spot flash? Go, go, So, okay. um, my mom was like, she wasn't against us getting married. She just didn't want us to get married in college and lose focus and not graduate. And, um, Which actually I agree with. That's why I didn't want to get married right away. My grandma was a little more forceful. And she was like, if you don't wait, I'm not coming to your wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, then you may not come to my wedding. <laughs> Which was a huge thing to say to my grandma because she is like the patriarch of our family. But I was not going to be deterred because I am more determined. So um, my grandma did eventually <laughs> come around. But my mom admittedly was not trying to like Liz mm-hmm. at first. She was just, she knew from the jump 
She used to be so mad because I used to spend so much time at your house. Yeah, but that's just your personality. What? When you were, when you, um, you, Jay, and Anthony were first doing CGP, y'all were just together, working it out, trying to do everything, trying to take over the world. But she wasn't mad about that. No, they were. No, oh, yes, yeah, they were. She was. But she wasn't mad at Anthony. She was just mad I wasn't home. Mm-hmm. With you, she was mad at you, but personally. <laughs> <laughs> it literally took like four or five years for my grandma Can to be you like. Stop before you break this chair. Four or five years for my grandma to be like, okay, she's cool. You think it was longer or shorter? Like nine years. Like no. I just got in good like last year. That is not true. That is not true. Where's that face? <laughs> I was waiting on you at the door. Anyway, they all love you now. Now my aunt will call you and talk she, to you. I talked to her on Friday when you were getting a haircut before you walked in for like 45 I mean? minutes. She will call and talk to you and not talk to me. Mm-hmm. She hasn't called me in months. <laughs> she hasn't. But she called my sister, told you she was pregnant. No, married. Oh, Michelle. Yeah, 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 yeah my yeah, sister yeah. told you she was yeah. married yeah. months before she told me. Yeah. I had a, to school. To scratch it out of her. <laughs> and her and I are close. <laughs> I don't know what I did. She was just like, I didn't want to tell you. I wanted to tell this. <laughs> My dad loves you, though. Yeah, he always he was. He did. He, yes. That old gets me down every time. Yes. He never was tripping. But your parents love me way. Immediately. Way more than any of your sister's boyfriend's. Husbands, no one holds account on me. Sorry, Greg. Greg's good though. Greg's good, but he's not me. He would never be me. Mm, I like Greg. I like Greg too, but if he starts getting close to me, we got a problem. <laughs> and then um, we did not have sex before marriage, and we did not live together. Right, and that's actually the point of this podcast. podcast. It only took twenty six minutes to get to that point. <laughs> How in the world did we not have sex before marriage? The Lord was on our side. Where would I be if it had not And that's not to say it wasn't easy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. What did we struggle with, Liz? You had all the struggles. I was pure, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. Had Jesus on my side. I was running for my life. (laughs) The struggles were being in college. Yes. It's like it's the first time you ever are alone. Mm -hmm. Not alone, but away from your parents. It's and it's a test of your commitment to what you say you believe in. This is why I've learned to never say never, because it's easy to say what you never would do when you've never been in that circumstance and in that predicament. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in it, you listen. It start everything starts coming into question, and you start rethinking, and you know. So we got close sometimes. I remember one time, I was like, um. We'll just use the term heavy petting. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I'm listening. And um, I remember asking you, should we buy condoms? Because... You had more... You were a struggle, man. I was... Do you remember this, though? No, I don't. But, oh, my God. But keep going. I was like, um, you know, it's sometimes getting crazy. I don't want to have no kid. We're not married. Should we buy condoms in case we go too far? And we don't want to get pregnant. You were like, no, we are not going to go too far. (laughs) And if you buy condoms, you are more than likely going to feel safer going too far. Yeah, 
I just had that same thought. I'm happy. I thought I'm happy. My former self just thought what my my right now self. Thought. Even without memory, you know. Yeah, because that sounds like something I was saying. That was what you said, and I was like, "That's that's right. That's true." And I wasn't necessarily like. I wouldn't say I was like. This might sound bad, but I don't mean it to be. I wouldn't say I was out here like I'm just like I, I don't think we were trying to have sex before marriage. We were actively trying not to, right, right, right. but we spent a lot of time together. We were physically attracted to each other, and you know the nighttime, night and day is the right time, <laughs> night and day to be with the one you love. Oh, but the problem is you get like alone. Mm-hmm. Your roommates would go home for the weekend or be studying or working late. And it's dark and your hormones are racing. Right. So one of the things we said um, during that time was always to set yourself up for success. That was like a motto. That was it, man. Set yourself up for success. So what were our rules? Do you remember? I don't. Lights on. Lights on. No blankets. No. Here's how. Here's what happens. You get alone. Yeah. You. you, you it's gonna be. It's cold. It's always cold. It's always cold. Let me get a blanket. And the light on the glare on the TV is is on the TV, and I can't see. Mind you, we did have tiny TVs. Tiny TVs in your room. So let's turn the light off. Next thing you know, you're laying under the blanket, and your hormones are your hormones are not saved. No. Let's just put it like that. Your hormones don't care about your religious beliefs, your goals, your dreams. They're just trying to, you know, they're trying to get some love in. <laughs> so, um, that's what would lead us to a trap is you'd be like alone. Somebody you love. We loved each other by then. We did. And, um, I love you. And it was opportunity. Opportunity and sexual energy. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, and then like I didn't, my roommate was never your roommate was an alcoholic. Yeah, he was. But he was never in the room. Yeah. So when you grow up, when we're dating in high school, when we're at your house watching a movie, there's always people at the house. Right. There's dogs running around. Your parents are upstairs. Your sisters are in their room. Right, right. You guys had foster kids. I mean, like, there's, even if you have the same sexual energy and love, you don't have the opportunity right. to actually, like, right. do anything because we live with our parents. But when you live alone and ain't nobody there to stop you, and it's something that you, you know, given the opportunity, you would do anyway. It's tough. It's tough. So we have to rule no, um, no lights off. And by a certain time, you had to, I had yeah. to go back to my dorm room. Uh, and we didn't always keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we didn't always keep it. And there were some times we got closer than others. But we always, the Lord will always make a way of escape. And the reason we talk about um, setting yourself up for failure, I always use the analogy of playing basketball. Setting yourself up for success. Yeah, setting yourself up for success. I'm sorry. If you have to guard Shaq, mm-hmm. your best chance of guarding Shaq is to make him not get the ball where he wants it. So if Shaq has the ball near the hoop and you're standing behind him, all they have to do is throw the ball, he turns around and dunks it, you have no chance, mm-hmm. right? But if you push Shaq out you know, far away from the hoop, and you deny him the ball, then if he gets the ball, he's far from the hoop. He may still score, but it's much more difficult mm-hmm. to to do it. So, um, so setting yourself up for success means if you're gonna watch a movie, watch it with the light on. Don't lay in the bed, sit down, or watch a movie during the daytime, or go to the movie theater. Set a, set a, uh, a curfew. 
um, you know, all this stuff. I remember Ant was dating somebody before he got married, and she was like super sad. Like their dates ended when the sun yeah, went down. That's right. And he was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. But she was like so adamant, and they did. I mean, they did only day dates. Yeah. And they did like they did still fun stuff, but that was her rule. When the sun went down, we go our separate ways. Yeah. So we went to the movies. We're going to a two o'clock show. We're going to dinner. We're, I mean, we're going to lunch, really. And he was like, you, and it, it works. It's never you're never. You, you, he couldn't come to her house. She couldn't come to here. Uh, our house. He couldn't come to her house. She couldn't come to his house. And ended up working. So set yourself up for success, and you will. You will have it, but uh, I like I said, it's 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 fairly to moderately difficult to not have sex with someone that you normally would have had sex with if you weren't a Christian. And um, let's be honest, man. Even when I was a Christian, I was having sex when I knew I shouldn't have prior to Melissa. Not without Melissa, but um, I was just saying how difficult it is to. Not have sex when I mean, like when Christianity is the only thing that's trying to hold you back. That's very, very difficult. Do you feel like we gave a good enough way to not have sex before marriage? Somebody asked us in a question. Yeah, someone did ask that. Um, I think I saw it more than once actually. Yeah. Because um, we actually get a lot of questions from people who are date like seriously dating, and um, the number one thing is to set yourself up to be successful. Whatever that looks like to you, we gave the rules and parameters, or not rules, but parameters in which we kind of lived by when we were um, dating. But um, you know yourself, you know what, you know, don't wait until you're at the point of like close off and then you're like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You're too late and you're going to, I mean, the likelihood of you giving in at that point is extremely high. So don't let it get to that point if you're really serious. You have to set yourself up to be successful in order to be successful. Yeah. Somebody asked us specifically, like, what can you do? Can you, you know, is everything upstairs okay? Down, you know, like, you know, can you like use your fingers instead of like Mm -hmm. a condom? Can you... You know, what about if I'm just like licking on her? Is that cool? Well, you know, and here's what I'll say. The more you do, the harder it is to stop. Absolutely. So people are like, should you kiss? I mean, kissing, standing up, not that difficult to stop. Kissing, laying down. It's like baseball. When you hit the ball, if they ain't throwing the ball back into the field, you're going to keep trying to run around the bases. Mm -hmm. So as long as the ball is still in play, so you're kissing, you're laying down, now your shirt's off. Once the shirt's off, you're trying to get the bra. Mm-hmm. Once the bra's off, you're trying to get the pants off. Once the pants off, you're trying to get the panties off. Once the panties off, you're trying to get the penis in. <laughs> like, there's no other step. There's no other step. After that, you know, so um, that's that's kind of been, like, my thinking. The more you do, the less chance of, of stopping. Because you're like, it's, it's like, once you have, like, your blood rushing to that area... Logic and morals, like the more blood that goes down, the more logic and morals go the other direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, your penis ain't safe. He ain't got no morals. He ain't got no dreams. He don't feel convicted. He don't care. He really does. He's just like, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Where that body at? You know what I mean? So, um, for different people, you you know, kissing for some people is way too much. Mm-hmm. 
you know, other people, you know, it's, it's a total great, great area in the Bible. The Bible doesn't say don't suck on breasts before marriage. But at the same time, if your entire goal is to not have sex, then you're probably better off not doing that, not doing those things that are essentially foreplay mm-hmm. lead to sex. Now, if you do them and you end up having sex, then you are, like, you shouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to tell a couple of my teens, like, part of the problem is be real with yourself. Right. Like, people be would, honest yeah, yourself. people would be literally thinking I could be next to you with little to no clothes on, with, li- with, with no supervision. And we're not going to. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. And they end up having sex with no protection because they didn't think enough to say, if I get this close, it's over. I, I don't have enough. Like, it's smarter to say, I know in this circumstance, I don't even have self-control mm-hmm. right there. Than to be like, I'm, you know, buying a condom is is wrong. It's going to lead to sex. It's better to say, I'm not, I can't even, I will never go there. <laughs> because by that point in time, um, it's more difficult. Because I remember when I got my apartment, I was like, you know... If, if you're here, yeah. it's, hey, like, <laughs> you might not want to come here. You know what I mean? And it's hard. It is so hard, especially because it rained a lot in Washington. Yeah. I got to take you on Sunday night at 8 o'clock. I got to take you back to school, drive all the way back to Tacoma. Which was an hour away. Which was an hour away. So it's a two-hour trip trek. I could easily say, um, just spend the night yeah. in my apartment and I'll take you to school when I go to school in the morning and full disclosure you did spend a night in my apartment sometime and those nights were like you know people talk about cold showers there were times I got got up and took a cold shower that really doesn't really do anything just cold and horny instead of hot <laughs> but but we we ended up stopping doing that yeah because we were like that's just that's too much pressure to 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 do there's just like by that point in time, you, you're in the bed. Yeah. Like, that was just foolish to be like, let's come lay in my bed. We're <laughs> not going to do anything, and we're going to praise the Lord. Ain't nobody Again, knowing your, your boundaries. You know, Being real enough with yourself. How about I think about How did we not end up having sex? The Lord. Because I was a good church girl, Kevin. You were. I'm rare. You are. And I was not a good church guy. You weren't. You're a fisherman of women. Women. I was out here. But to my credit, I did want to live right. You did. I did want to live right. And here's part of the other problem that made it so hard for me. The spirit was willing, but the flesh was weak. The flesh was weak. And I had had sex before we had married. Mm -hmm. So when you haven't had sex already, I feel like. Well, let me have you answer that. Did not having sex help you be like, this is something I don't want to do. I'm so close. I want to, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure it helped because you don't know what you're missing when you, if you never had it. Um, and then, um, it's just what I wanted to do. Yeah. I was, I, 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 I knew that's what I, from a young age, I knew that I, I wanted to be a virgin on my wedding day. See, I never had that goal. Yeah, but I grew up like, I was pretty brainwashed. A lot of girls are brainwashed like that. Not even safe girls. So a lot of girls are like... What do you mean? Not, I, I don't even want to use the term brainwashed, but like... Sex is bad. Sex is wrong oh. until you're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, that's that's in the Christian household and, yeah. and outside. And I was preached that, but I looked up to people like my brother, my cousins. Everybody around me... Yeah, was having sex. Was having sex. In the church and out. 
So there was nobody. Like, on the oh, girl's side? There... No, when I was in um, Hawaii, all my friends... Well, no, I sh no, that's not true. Not all of my friends. There's only a couple of my friends that were having sex. And that by that time, I was just starting high school. What made it hard for me when 10th grade, my brother was... Where are we at in time? Okay. In 10th grade, my brother was, what, three three grades ahead of me? And all my, like, my, 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 his friends were all, like, two or three grades ahead. They were having, like, they had a kid. My brother had a kid already. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, everybody I looked up to was having sex. Almost everybody. And that's who I wanted to be like. Mm -hmm. And you, the guy who, it's like that Kirk Franklin song. If you ain't having sex, you gay, why you ain't? Like, yeah. that's all we talked about in high school. Mm -hmm. Every day. No, nobody in my high school in Texas was saved. None. None of the people. There was no other kid my age at my church that was a guy, mm -hmm. except my cousin, who was having sex. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my brother. But at school, none of my friends were yeah, yeah. were saved. None of my people from my church went to my school. So there's nobody to hold me accountable. And I'm trying to keep up this, like, image of, like, yo, he's cool, blah, blah, blah. So, and same thing when I went to Lakes. None of the kids that I went to church with went to my school. Yeah. And be, being honest, a lot of the kids in church were having sex too. There's friends of mine who had sex at church yeah. during vacation Bible school. Like, that's like as bad as you could be. <laughs> but I wouldn't say we were trying to live right. We were just like, we just had to go to church. Yeah. There's a difference between going to church willingly and trying to live right and having to go to church because your parents make you. Right. That's true. You know, so I would say the way you grew up trying to be a virgin, I grew up trying not to be a virgin. Mm -hmm. So, And we both succeeded. But um, one of the things that I wish people would have told me about... Um, sex before marriage is never really talked about. And I don't think it's maliciously, but it's, it's not the like, I mean, soul ties is one and things like that. But when you are with somebody that you love and you're married to, there's no conviction like there is with like not being married. Mm -hmm. There's not as much, I mean, you may not want a kid right away because of like whatever your life's trying to be. But when you get, if you have a pregnancy scare with somebody you're not married to and like you're young, you're like, I don't even like date this person. And now we might have a kid. And some people do end up having kids. Mm -hmm. Like, that thought process is crazy. Like, when you told me you were pregnant, I was like, yes. Yes, you were. But when I was 15, a girl told me she might be pregnant, I was like, my life is over. <laughs> you know, because I saw my brother who was 16 had a kid. Like, life is immediately a thousand times more difficult yeah. because of children. And now you're like, should I marry this person when marriage hasn't been here? You know what I mean? Like, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, not having sex before marriage is very And I feel like it's increasingly more difficult. Like, can you imagine if we had, like, cell phones and Snapchat yeah. and, like, nudes? Like, you couldn't send nudes yeah. when we were dating. You would have had to go to Walgreens and... Take a physical picture. Take a picture. Go pic to Walgreens, deposit it, right. it two weeks later, and then hand it. Right. <laughs> so that's or buy a Polaroid and mail it. Like, nudes weren't even a thing. Yeah. Now... If you if we were dating and you could send me a nude and be like come over like how do you I, I feel bad for people who are yeah. set yourself up for success that's the no no new get a cell phone that can't receive pictures or video <laughs> I don't know what to do that's so difficult because that's like entirely more difficult so yeah set yourself up for success create boundaries as far as what acts of sex you can do. Remember what we said. The more you do, the harder it is to stop. And once you once you actually have sex, it is infinitely much harder to stop. Yeah. Especially if you're still dating the person, still want to be married. It's like it's like an uphill battle 
that's nearly impossible to ever reach the top. I mean, it's like running up a mountain on, that's iced over with no shoes on. Mm-hmm. Because you've done it. And, it. and the thing about people, uh, sex is it feels good. It's like, you might feel convicted, right. but it feels good. So your body's going to want more of that. Like, your body's going to be like, oh, I don't want more of that thing I liked. You know, so that makes it more difficult. So we hope you've, we've helped you. We hope we've helped you. And um, as always, if you have questions to send us, write them to Dear Kevin List at KevOnStage.com. Our socials are? Uh, Miss Kev on Stage on Facebook. I mean, not on Facebook. On Instagram and uh, Twitter. And Melissa Fredericks on Facebook if you find me. Kev on Stage everywhere I go, everywhere I be. See you guys next week on the Love Our Love Cast. Bam. Holla at your boy and your girl.